and welcome to the Roar podcast sponsored by Veeam Software. Roar is the brainchild of source to create or S2C, a media and marketing firm. I'm Jennifer O'Brien, the host of Roar and co-founder of S2C. I'm thrilled to be welcoming John Wood and Mark Benkauer, Veeam solutions and technical experts to the podcast program entitled Solving Pain Together in the Age of High Costs, Unreliable Protection. John is a solutions architect for Australia and New Zealand, while Mark is Veeam's Software's Technical Alliances Director for Asia Pacific. Here's a little bit about them. John has over 14 years of hands-on experience in the field and is known for helping users with the decision-making process and meeting business outcomes. He tells me he loves advising users on emerging technologies that can augment, extend, or replace their existing solutions to ensure the business is harnessing the greatest value technology can provide. Interestingly, here's a little fun fact about John. John was an official photographer for the Australian team during the London Paralympics, and he's also an internationally award-winning landscape photographer. Now, Mark. Mark has worn many hats, including systems administrator, senior solution architect, and director of systems engineering. Here's a little fun fact about Mark. Mark is also a Shakespearean actor, a three-octave tenor, and he holds a Bachelor of Arts in Theatre Arts from the University of California, Santa Cruz. Now, that's pretty impressive. Now, in this episode, we're going all in and talking about how organizations can get peace of mind in the land of data protection. Certainly, this is a very important topic at the best of times, and now, with remote working and the ongoing corona COVID-19 pandemic and the growing cybercrime activities, it's even more important and something that can't be ignored. So essentially, John, Mark, and I will be discussing solving pain together in the age of high costs and unreliable protection. Indeed, we want businesses to know there's help out there, especially if they're suffering from high overhead costs and unreliable protection. So let's jump into the discussion. Welcome very much to the show, John and Mark. Now, John, I'll start off with you. You've definitely worn many hats in your careers. So what are the major pain points and challenges that you see organizations face today? Thanks, Jen. I think the, the a lot of the challenges that our customers are seeing is around complexity and tying back into that unreliability that as you add more complexity into your environment, that also brings with that unreliability because you're not knowing what you're getting um, when, you, when you're when you adding that complex um, environments, you know, across the board. So for, for me, certainly, yeah, complexity is the is the number one thing that organizations are having ch- challenges with today. Okay. And Mark, would you agree with that assessment? And, and as well, do you have perhaps other challenges that you're hearing about? Uh, yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. And some of the other challenges that we see are, are just the uh, the unknown uh, problems that pop up, we're, we're certainly living through one of them right now, right? So we, we go in with plans at the beginning of a, of a budget cycle, and we think we know what, what the uh, company's goals are for the year, and then something comes along that changes that. We have a dramatic example of one right now, but really every year something will come along, it won't be this exciting, that will derail us. And then how do we manage to still achieve the company's goal, deal with whatever that particular problem is, and do it without having to go back to the well to ask for more, for more money? So some years it's more exciting than others, but we always have that challenge. Yeah, there's obviously, that's life. There's always challenges ongoing. And John, what would you say are the main trends resonating with customers at the moment? Uh, so I think the, the cloud obviously is is something that is resonating with a lot of people and, and that they think that they need to go there. 
Um, they think it's the answer for all their problems. Um, but I think what they like about the cloud is that, you know, it's it's simple to use, it's easy to deploy, it's really easy to get up and running uh, in a timely manner. Um, so I think it's the idea of the cloud that people really like, but, you know, comes with that also is a bit of sticker shock when it comes to, you know, actually getting the price tag. So I think it's that simplicity again that of knowing what you're going to get, but not necessarily having to pay premium top dollar prices for that is, uh, you know, something that I see customers really wanting, but not necessarily knowing how to get there. Yeah. So some of the age old challenges, mm. Mark, what can organizations do to get that peace of mind in the age of high cost and unreliable protection? Yeah, that's uh, a, a really good question. You know, one of the things that organizations need to do is to separate what they need in order to keep their business running, what is absolutely mission critical. We're talking really about business continuity and disaster recovery here. So what do they absolutely need to have to keep the organization in business and running versus what are services that are uh, secondary or tertiary that they need to have later on? So you know, uh, if you're customer facing and you've got you know, web services and a database and something that's uh, revenue generating um, or providing a service, that's got to be upfront and more important than say your HR database or you know uh, maybe your your Salesforce or your accounting software. Those are important too. But if you can't serve your customers for two or three days, you may not have a business. So uh, customers need to develop that peace of mind by having a solid strategy for how they're going to make sure that their mission critical services can remain up and running. Um, that is a matter of identifying those services and then working with their service providers and their partners uh, and having service level agreements in place that are going to make that happen. Okay. And I know, John, you talk a lot about simplifying. Mm. Um, so can you offer up some best practices or maybe some key steps in terms of simplifying that complexity of infrastructure and perhaps how to support workloads across multiple environments? Yeah. So I think a lot of work has been done uh, already. And I think when people try and recreate the wheel, that they're spending cycles doing something that's not necessarily required. So, you know, when it comes to getting best practices in place, it's it's using, you know, the vendors that, that are the best at what they do. So, you know, the Cisco UCS um, platform with Veeam on top of that provides, you know, a turnkey solution for, for what, you know, Mike was talking about before, which is, you know, having a reliable um, budget spend that you know what, what you're going to get. It's easily to deploy and you don't have to come up with all, you know, the bits and pieces. It's all there, out of the box, ready to go. Um, and, and it's... Yeah, it's getting value from from what has already come before you. So, um, yeah, don't don't waste your time trying to trying to recreate something that we've already you know spent a lot of work um, creating on behalf of people that need it. Don't reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Um, so, Mark, can you share any use cases or colorful anecdotes about how companies have achieved success in their data protection journey? So it's it's an interesting journey because companies have traditionally looked at data protection as something around servers and disks and tapes, right? That was the world that I grew up in when I started out, you know, 20 plus years ago. And what we've seen over the years is that that changed uh, and kind of converted into the world of virtual machines where we started to divide physical machines into virtual machines and people kept kind of backing up the servers still. Uh, they weren't really taking advantage from a data protection standpoint of the fact that they had divided those 
physical machines into virtual machines. And then as we continued on and we get into the really modern hyper-converged world where you've got a, you know, a really great piece of hardware like, like Cisco will, will provide with that with that HX series stuff, now you've got the ability to take it even further and extend the hardware that holds those virtual machines and really create almost a cloud-like experience inside the data center with that Cisco hardware. So with a product like Veeam, you really can flip the whole idea of backup on its head. And instead of the old fashioned idea of backing up servers and backing up disks, now you really can back up services and back up applications. And you know, back to what you were asking about before, we were talking about complexity and talking about uh, business continuity. Now you really can say, I've got these five or six services that are mission critical. They live in my hyper-converged world. I wanna make sure that I've got service availability that is provided by the Cisco hardware by that hyper-converged hardware where my data can be wherever it needs to be uh, from a hardware standpoint, uh, a cloud standpoint at one moment in time, and then Veeam making sure that I've got the ability to restore the service as fast as possible. So that's really the journey, you know, the overused word, so people talk about their digital transformation. That from my perspective is really what digital transformation is about. Let's look at the world in terms of services and applications instead of the nuts and bolts hardware, when you've got a great partner like Cisco handling all that nuts and bolts stuff, you can focus on what your business does, which is the service. Yeah. And the digital transformation journey. I mean, it is so succinct. It does describe it perfectly. Um, so maybe, John, if you could answer that as well, are there any kind of use cases or colorful anecdotes that, that you see coming out of this? No, well, I, I, I think probably touching on the digital transformation, if anyone didn't know what digital transformation was before we started this uh, COVID-19, I think, try and send home 20,000 of your employees on a, on a single connection. That's that's digital transformation right there. Um, and it's being pushed in warp time. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's yeah. uh, it's out of their control. Um, and as Mark said before around, you know, certainly this wasn't something on anyone's radar, but change happens and you have to adapt and, and do that quickly. Okay. And just speaking about sort of what worries you and mm. talking about the current state of affairs and keeping businesses safe and up and running, what, what would worry you at this present time? Um, yeah, I think would be having, having that complexity in your environment. I think keeping things simple in today's environment, you know, a lot of um, places have been shut down. So data centers, you can't get in there. You can't, um, if something happens, you, you, you can't access them right now. So for me, it would be if I have a complex environment today. It would be how can I simplify and not uh, not disrupt as much as much of the day to day working, but but keep everything as simple as possible. Okay. And Mark, what about you? What what worries you? Well, I, I guess the the thing that's most interesting right now is that we've had this very sudden change in the way that we are uh, running our businesses. Um, uh, a month ago. 20%, maybe 25% of the workforce was accessing data uh, from outside of the organization. Uh, you know, most people would go into the office and then maybe you would remotely access at night or if you were on a business trip. And almost overnight, we have close to 100% uh, uh, coming in that way. Um, services weren't designed for that. Uh, and we're talking not only the collaboration services that we're all using right now, which have been remarkably good. I'm very impressed. Um, 
uh, with with the quality overall. But the infrastructure sitting under them, you know, uh, most companies didn't design their VPNs and didn't design their external um, routers and such to be able to handle that level. So what worries me is uh, what happens to security uh, of the company's data. Uh, now we're all at home running on laptops. Maybe they're the company's laptops. Maybe there are personal laptops. Uh, IT security is designed for people to be inside of IT's protective little shell. So now the opportunity for people to accidentally pick up malware, ransomware, and um, infect things inside of the organization that might become mission critical are greater than they were before. And IT organizations having had to put together uh, very quickly uh, additional bandwidth uh, to provide for all these remote workers. So that's the stuff that keeps me up at night uh, I, you know, it, it, from a security standpoint is what, what little holes have we created in the security infrastructure unintentionally with all the best intentions. And unfortunately, we're going we're gonna to find out the hard way. But yeah. um, hopefully with, uh, with Veeam customers, we'll at least be able to help them remediate uh, if those things happen and get their services up as quickly as we can. Okay. And I guess just quickly, um, both of you, um, John, if you could give me a quick sort of future prediction technologies where we're headed. Uh, so I think I mentioned earlier about the cloud and um, that experience that people get, that simplicity that reliability and that flexibility. So I think that's that's what people want. I don't necessarily think they're going to just get that out of cloud. Um, I think they're going to want that same experience wherever they are, whether it be from, you know, if they're traveling remotely or in their data center, they want that, that same experience, which is to be able to deploy anything they want whenever they want and do that as simply and easily as they can. Okay. Um, and yeah. Mark, your final thought just in terms of future technologies? I think that the idea that data, uh, where data lives and where data gets processed have traditionally been in the same place. And in the future, I think that's getting more and more separated where we're going to see data sitting in one location and the processing happening out on the edge. And as that, uh, as that happens, uh, the ability to be agile and to be able to move data from one location to another quickly, seamlessly, easily is going to become more and more important. And in order to be competitive, companies are going to have to have infrastructure that can do that uh, and data management that can do it. So that, that's my parting thought. Okay, that's great. Thank you, John and Mark, for your thoughts. Well, that's the end of our show today. Thank you again, John and Mark, for your in-depth insights and practical tips about solving pain together in the age of high costs and unreliable protection. To recap a key takeaway, John and Mark have advised businesses to modernize their infrastructure, but be mindful about the value of simplicity. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Goodbye, and have a great day.